Hi, and welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! To send much-needed donations to JRoot Radio, the address is JRoot Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. Uh, j Radio can be found on Naki Radio, and it also can be found on j And at 712-432-2444. And that also, you can call in at 718-506-9099. And you could uh, also follow the archives by following the menu at the end of the show if you would like to call in to tell us what you learned. So the number is 718-683-5858. Of course, uh, if you would like to text in for information about how to sponsor a program or to advertise, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. Also, if you would like to text in a story suggestion with all its details, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you are interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for either live storytelling or storytelling on Zoom, uh, and or if you want to hire Rabbi Yitzhak to do his famous Kayach from the Moyach show, or, or, you know, uh, or you're interested in information on how to learn martial arts lessons or Qigong energy exercises, or if you're interested in art lessons or anything of that nature, you know, uh, for more information, call 718-375-1294. The number again is 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhak's CDs are in most stores, and if you have a CD that is not in the store, you can call the 718 number 375-1294 to ask for uh, the current list to be faxed or uh, emailed. Rabbi Yitzhak's books are also on sale in stores also at your local farmer's store. Okay, hope you don't mind that I did all that. No, it's quite all right. So I guess we could go straight to the story now. Okay, so uh, before I start the story, I would just like to tell everybody that's out there that, yes, that includes you, Marsha, I do hear and listen to every phone call that I get if they leave a message and so on and so forth. But unfortunately, I do not have the time to answer every single phone call. And no, I do not have the time to just keep giving people that ask me to give a shout out to so-and-so or for this simcha or that simcha. Once in a while, I'll do it, but I just don't have the time to do that because really I'm supposed to spend the time telling a story. So once again, I do listen to every single phone call that I get. I do not always call them all back because I don't have the time to do so, but I do listen to them, and that's why some stories are based on uh, the type of phone calls that I get. Okay, Rabbi Erbson, since you said you got to get to the story, so how about getting to the story? Aha, uh-huh. you're so right. But of course, uh, since we do have a certain kind of sponsor, so therefore uh, I must tell you that today, uh, you know, t- you know, tonight, uh, or I guess it's still daylight, whatever it is, tonight's story is being sponsored 
as in Rufu Shalema for Chaim Yosefi Ben Saramiriam, and for a continuous Rufu Shalema for Raphael Shmuel Avram Yitzchak Ben Gittel. Okay, so now that we got that out of the way, uh, you know, it's the month of Elul. I know, I know. So, you know, like Rabbi Ali Lafian used to go around and there was this over there by the yeshiva and used to go and say, Elul, my boy say, Elul. And people heard the word Elul and whoa, they tittered and they, and they, and they chuckled and they chibbered and it like brought a spark up for Chuba, right? That's right. So, uh, we have to understand that uh, we should be very thankful for all the brachas that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us. And sometimes people don't appreciate them right away. But I just want to tell you that I've been trying to think of myself, and I said to myself, I sell, sell, sell. Ah, you said to yourself, sell, 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 sell. Yossi, Yossi, please, I'm trying to <clears throat> get the story started. Oh, oh, okay, go right ahead. Okay, so anyway, so let me tell you like this. I was trying to think of a story like, what kind of story should I tell in Chodesh Elul? Yet at the same time, you know, Rosh Hashanah is coming around the bend and Yom Kippur, whatever it is. And I started to walk back and forth and back and forth. You know, because when I take a walk back and forth, it kind of stimulates my little brain. You know, ah, it's such a little brain. How does it come up with such great ideas? You see, it's an expression. Okay, anyways, uh, so go ahead. Yes. So what I was doing is I was walking back and forth. And all the time, one particular story kept calling out to me. Really? It had a voice? Like the story said, Hey, tell me! I want to be told! Well, almost like that, believe it or not. So I was walking back and forth, and a story that I remembered from a long time ago that was called, it was called, as I remember correctly, it was called The Call of the Schaefer. The Call of the Schaefer? Ah, so you're walking back and forth, and then you heard, Doo! or something like that. Uh, no, the name of the story is called The Call of the Schaefer. Aha, The Call of the Schaefer is the name of the story. That's right. So The Call of the Schaefer was ringing in my head. And I said, wait a minute, that's a Rosh Hashanah type of story. It's too early to tell that. And you said, I'll come up with another story. But it kept ringing in your head, and it kept blowing in your head because of the chauffeur, so it kept blowing in your head, the call of the chauffeur. Well, uh, not exactly the way you're saying it, but... As it turned out is that no matter how much I rattled my brains... I don't rattle it so hard because it might fall out of your head or something. Yossi, Yossi, it's not other. We're in Elul. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so anyways, so uh, what happened is like this, is that no matter what I try to think of, nothing came in my head, and this story, the call of the Schaefer, that's the only thing that kept ringing in my head, the call of the Schaefer. So I said to myself, well, if the Rabbeinu Shalom keeps ringing this, uh, you know, story in my head, it must mean that Hashem wants me to tell this story. So you're going to tell this story? Yes, this is the story that I'm going to tell. Okay, so if that's the story, uh, then uh, I guess you have to tell it. I am. So here I go. 
Okay, now the beginning of the story, you know, may sound happy, a little sad, and then it gets better as it goes along. But you know, I gotta tell the story as the way I know it. And, uh, you know, you could check it out. Uh, I'm sure that it's around. It's said to be a true story, but, I, you know, I can't vouch for 100%, but it's a great lesson in it, that's for sure. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, what kind of lesson? <laughs> when you hear the story, you will know. Well, this story goes back a long time ago. How long ago? Oh, here we go again. A long time ago. Like, was it 10 years, 15 years, 100 years? <clears throat> well, I would say, based on the information that I remember in this story, I would say it happened in the 1800s. Was it 1801, 1802, 1803? You see? I'm sorry. It was in the 1800s. Okay, you're not 100% sure. <clears throat> no, 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 no. I'm not 100% sure. And I don't even know the name of the town where the story originated from. You know that? I don't know. So, I would say, um... Uh, I got a funny name to make up. Uh, 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 Drozhnya. Drozhnya. You know something? I like that name. I like that name, Yossi. We're gonna use it... Okay, we're going to use it, okay? The name is Drozhnya. Okay, that sounds good. The name of Shtetl is Drozhnya. And it was a happy couple, but they were older people. But not super old, but they were older. They were simple farmers, and they had no children at first. And then, suddenly, they were blessed with a little bicycle. And they loved Tyra so much that they decided that what name should they give him? Well, you know something, uh, Sandy, I was thinking, you know, at the British, I think we'll give our boy chick the name of Moshe. Moshe, that's a very good name because we love Tyra. And we love teaching Tyra. We love learning Tyra. And it's so wonderful. I love it when I walk near the fields when you're farming. Whenever I can, if I'm not cooking, you know that is. I love to hear that while you're farming, you're always saying Miss Nyas Balpe. You love Tyra. And finally, you're blessed with a child. Me too, you know, because we're blessed with a child. <laughs> I'm just so so happy that I'm not even thinking so clear. Anyways, Tobarak Hashem, we were blessed with a child. And I agree with you that since Moshe Rabbeinu was the one who gave us the Torah, he was the Sliach of Hashem that gave us the Torah, I agree with you very, very much that uh, the name of our child should be Maisela. And of course, when the bris came and uh, everything was going smooth and everything, and the person was calling out, and they me saying, you know, the, the, this paragraph with the name, huh? Huh? 
Moshele, Moshele, and of course they gave the name Moshele, and everything was fine, and they loved to take care of this little Moshele. That's what they called him, little Moshele, Moshele, and Moshele, Moshele. Everybody got to know him because he was a cute little kid, and Moshele was a nice handful, but. They took him and took great care of him because I guess you would call it a Ben Zakunim, a child born in old age. And older people, when they finally have a child in their old age, they appreciate the children much more. And so what happened was is they took care of him and they loved him and they so he mummished that the father would say, Okay, Mashala, uh, come on over here and sit on Tati's lap over here. Okay, I'm coming. Oh, wait a minute. Are you giving a voice like me when I was little? Oh, I didn't tell you? You're going to play Maishala. Me? I'm going to play Maishala? Oh, it's another one of those times that he doesn't want me to interrupt the story. So Rabbi Herbs, you know, gives me a part in the story, so I have to concentrate on my part so I don't have time to interrupt. <laughs> you know something? When you come to think of it, Rabbi Herbs is pretty smart. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me. Uh, 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 yes? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, that's correct. Um, you're going to play Moishala, but right now you're Moishala when you're young. Okay? Okay, so um, get back to your part. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, Tati, yes, I'm coming. Okay, climbing up. <laughs> okay, Tati, I'm on your lap. Now what? All right, now let's look inside the safe over here. Now look at this letter, okay? This is a Aleph. Aleph. Very good, very good. Okay, now, let's see now. Here we go. All right, now, here we go, here we go. Ready or not? Okay, here we go. What comes after Olive? Do you remember? Very good. Can you find the base on this page? A base on the page, a base on the page. La 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 la. Ah, here's a base. Very good. And what does a base make a sound of? Ah, uh, the sound of a base. Very good. So follow with your finger, and every time you come to a base, go. Okay. Here we go. And so that's the way he taught him. When he was very young, he didn't even have his upshirt yet, and he was taught the olive bays. Pretty much almost when he started talking. <laughs> and he knew the olive bays, and he gradually was taught how to read. And then he began to send him to his favorite place, the Cheda. Okay, Rabbi. You'll take care of my son in the cheder. I will pay the fee that you asked. Don't you worry, okay? <laughs> you thought I had for a moment to think about it, that you're not going to pay a father. And your moishle such as this, I'm sure he's going to do very well here. And sure enough, he did. So they took this little moishle... 
And they took this Moishele into that little cheder. I know what a cheder is. Uh, uh, Yossi, you got to stick to your role. Yeah, yeah, but right now, uh, uh, that's me when I'm younger as Moishele. I mean, actually, when Moishele was younger, so, 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 so I'm me as me now, so I could say the next part. So like a cheder, I'll explain to the people, was like a yeshiva, but, but, you know, they didn't have big yeshivas like they have nowadays. In the 1800s, they had like these rooms. Uh, like a room in a house or, or just a building that was just a room and, you know, and they called it a cheder because a cheder means a room. And there were different ages over there because they had a Rebbe that didn't have Kita Allah, Kita Beis, Kita Gimel and so on and so forth. But uh, all these kids were together and he had a, um, a very B, uh, what's the word? Diversified. Right, right, right. So you had to be very the boy, the boy, yeah, right. Diversified. Right. He had to be a, a fly. Right. And so the not a fly. Diversified, not diversified. Oh, 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 right. Diversified. You mean meaning you had, had to be able to teach a lot of different uh, levels at the same time. That's right. He did. And so he was teaching, and little Maisha was learning, and everything was going fine. And everything was Givaldic for a few years more. And then, when Moishla was about eight years old, suddenly, his father took ill. Oh, oh, me, oh, my. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, dear. Me, oh, my. Ay. What's the matter? What's the matter? You who? Uh, my dear husband. What's the matter? You who? What's the matter? I don't know. I, I, I'm just not feeling too well. I, I'm, I, I'm, uh, Sandy, I just don't feel right. Oh dear me, oh my. I, 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 you know something, maybe it's time to, uh, to see a doctor. I'd love to see a doctor. Alright, let me go to the doctor. Oh dear. Ay, ay, ay. I'm really not feeling too well. Uh, things are spinning around. Uh, no, 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 no. We can't, can't spin around now. It's 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 not uh, Hanukkah time. We're not spinning dreidels. <laughs> and it's not Purim time where we have one and a half a whole ways to spin upside down. <laughs> okay, y y you know what? Uh, are you able to go to the doctor by yourself or not? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm gonna go to bed. And lie myself down, okay? I'm gonna lie down. And you go call the doctor. Uh, uh, all right, I'm gonna do that, okay? Uh, well, uh, 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 here, you need help taking off your boots one second. All right, there you go. You're getting two pajamas. Uh, okay, I'll help you. Yeah, uh, okay, there you go. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay, are you okay now? Good, lie down, you're able to get in the bed. Good, 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 good. Okay, let me cover you up. Alright, are you warm enough? Yes, yes, please hurry. 
I really, really don't feel well. All right, all right, all right, all right. You want something to eat? Uh, I don't think I could swallow anything. My throat hurts quite a lot. Uh, your throat hurts quite a lot? Oh, dear me, oh my. All right, I'm going, I'm going right away. Uh, my sugar, uh, you stay right over here, okay? Okay, Bobby, whatever you say. Uh, I'll sing to Tati, okay? Uh, 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 He's going to be a big time in Chachem. Look at that. Even though my husband doesn't feel well. But here we are in the shtetl of Drozhnia. And my husband is having a smile on his face even though he doesn't feel well because he loves Taylor. Loves Taylor. And he's listening to the sound of Taylor from Little Meisler. Oh, it's Kevaldic. Oh, let me not waste any time. Let me go out the door. All right, let me go down the street a little bit. Oh, dear, oh, my goodness, who left this garbage can like this over here? Oh, dear me, oh, my. All right, here we go. Ah, here's the house of the doctor. Okay, let me knock on the doctor's house. Hello, doctor, are you in? Doctor. Just a minute, I'm coming. One second, I'm coming. Sandy, Floyd and Flush or something like that. Uh, whatever you are, What can I do for you? Uh, well, my husband's not feeling well. Oh, so tell him to come to see me. I would love it if he could come to see you. But uh, he's so weak, so dizzy, uh, that he couldn't come by himself, so he's lying in bed now. Oh, my goodness. He's lying in bed. Oh, that's not very good. Oh, my goodness. Let me get my uh, medical case over here. Let me get my stuff together. One second. All right. Okay. Packed everything, okay. All right. Uh, lead the way. All right. Uh, where, where are we going? One second, I don't go that fast. I'm not a, a young doctor like I used to be. And finally, the doctor arrived, and he came to the house. <coughs> oh. <laughs> all right, all right. Where is the patient? Eh, uh, eh, uh, right over there in the bed. Ha, ha, what's master in? How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm not doing too well. My throat hurts. My body is aching all over. Oh, okay. Let me let me examine you. Let me see. Okay, stick out your tongue. Let me look down there. Uh-huh. Oh, base me. Let me look at your eyes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let me take your temperature. Oh, boy. Let me listen to your heartbeat. Let me listen to your breathing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let me hear the heart again. Uh-huh, I see. Let me hear breathe. Take a deep breath. Oh, my goodness. A lot of congestion in there. Hey, me. All right, one second, one second. Uh, uh, let me hear. 
Uh, Sandy, can I talk to you? Yes, what is it? Uh, I hope your husband doesn't over here, but uh, gotta tell you this. Your husband is very, very sick. Do you know there's a stickle epidemic going around in the town? You know about that, yes? Yes, I do. We try to be very careful. We always wash our hands uh, after we go outside. And my husband is very meticulous to wash his hands with soap and water when he comes back in the house after he shakes people's hands, you know, if he gives a shulam alaikum, you know what I mean? I understand. But he somehow caught this, uh, whatever this sickness is that's going around, and there's really no cure for it. Some people do recover, you know, but when they're a little bit older, like you're... Uh, like my husband? Yeah, like Duvidal. And so what happens is... Uh, they don't recover? Well, we could try. Okay, you try to give him these medicines that I have here, prescribed, and give him a lot of hot chicken soup and uh, a few other things. Oh, uh, okay, okay, uh, as, as you tell me. And so she tried. She tried to give him the chicken soup, and it was very hard for him to eat. Oh, I can't swallow. Don't throw it up. You have to swallow it. The doctor said you have to. Take a little bit at a time. A little bit at a time. And so, sure enough, he tried. They tried to bring him back to life, meaning they tried to restore his health. But unfortunately, unfortunately, Dividal didn't make it. The fever got worse. The congestion got worse. Whatever this strange sickness was that was going around, it really took its toll. And unfortunately, unfortunately, Dividal was nifter. There was a big levi in the town, but people kept their distance to a certain extent because everybody was afraid of what was going on. And finally, what happened was is that because she was so close to her husband, Shandy actually caught the illness herself, and she in turn got sick. Oh, dear me, oh, my. I don't feel very well. My Shula. Yes, Bobby. I need you to do me a favor. Yes, Bobby. Whatever you ask, I'll do. Okay? All right. I want you to get me the doctor immediately. The doctor? Why? What's wrong, Bobby? Uh, never mind what's wrong. Just get the doctor. Okay. I'm going to hurry up. Uh, let me go real fast. And, of course, he ran real fast. But the doctor couldn't keep up. Hey, I'm not as young as I used to be with the holding horses over there. Hey, wait for me. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. I don't run that past. And sure enough, he arrived. Oh, my goodness. Ay, 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 my son, my son, I don't know what's going to be. Your mother caught this epidemic illness. It's not very good. You have to try to put these cold compressors on her and so and so forth and try to give her the chicken soup and try to give her these medicines and so on. Do your best. What can I tell you? And sure enough, Moishala tried. But what could he do? He was only eight years old. Unfortunately, 
His mother succumbed to the illness, and she too was Nifta, and little Moishala was left as an orphan, as a Yosem. He was a poor Yosem. Now it wasn't that Dovidal had much to begin with. He had a little, you know, little farm next to the house itself, nothing much. But David was all alone. As a little, I mean, sorry, uh, Meishla was all alone now. Of course, he cried his heart out, as would be expected. The town felt very sorry, and the town had a meeting. Raboy sigh, Raboy sigh. We have a very interesting situation here. We are an Am Yisrael. Me, Ka'amcha Yisrael, who is like you, Yisrael? This little boy, Chik Nebuch, 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 he suffered so much. His father got ill and was nifted from this pandemic, whatever. Then his mother caught it. What are we going to do? Will this little boy catch it? According to the doctor, he has no symptoms. And it doesn't look like he has it. The little boy is young. He is strong. He's able to resist it. So he doesn't have that problem. So Raboisai, Raboisai. What we have here is a very interesting situation. We know that we have a Yasoim running around the city, running our shtetl of Druzhnya. And we have to take care of him. I don't have any room in my house uh, for him to sleep. Uh, otherwise, I would take him. Oh, me neither. Um, uh, can I know I have a large family of my own and everything? Ramoisai, we're not asking people to take him in. Morach Hashem, nobody's going to ask for rent from the shtetl, from the, in, in the shtetl. Nobody's going to ask him for rent for his little house that he has over there. The little boy chick could stay in the house. Yeah, yes. He's a smart little boy. He'll know how to take care of himself. Well, the only thing is, he has no money. He has no food. But he's a little boy of eight years old. And after learning in the yeshiva. So I must him to chip in to pay for the cheder. Anybody else? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll chip in. I'll chip in on you. I can't show it. I can't get me too. Very good. So we got that. Now, we just have to make meals and give him meals. And that will be fine. And so, for the next few years, they paid, the town people got together, they raised the money, and they paid for his time in the cheder. They paid his tuition. I don't know if you want to call it tuition, whatever it was. They paid him, you know, because really you can't pay the Rebbe for teaching Torah because you're not going to take money for teaching Torah. But uh, the time that he could have used, uh, you know, because the Rebbe could learn a lot much faster than the children do. So for the time, so you're really paying him for the time that he's using to teach the Kindler. Not for the Torah that he's teaching the Kindler. So sure enough, uh, they raised the money and they paid for it. And they brought, brought, and they, you know, they they cooked up meals and they prepared meals for him, and it was very good. And once in a while, 
uh, he wouldn't sit alone in his house because sometimes people invite him that he should sit by their table by supper or by lunch or whatever it was. Uh, most of the time he ate lunch in the cheder. And this is the way it went on for a few years. And finally, some of the people said, You know something? In our Tzatan, in Inzre Tzatan, things are a little bit different. We know that many times uh, Bukherim, when they're young, you know, he's like, uh, what is he, uh, 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 12, 11 years old, uh, you know, something like that, 12, 11, 12, he's 11. Uh, okay, so 11, 12, whatever. Anyhow, uh, you know, there are people like this that uh, they help their parents, you know, to work on the fields and things like this. But, you know, I don't think the boy this age should work like this. But I think, you know, that he has to learn how to support and take care of himself. Okay? Hey, I'm sure he should still learn Torah. No question about it, but he has to start making money. He has to start taking care of himself. You know what I mean? Uh, excuse me, Rabbi Herbs. Oh, no. I gave you a part. What's the problem? Uh, um, I mean, come on. He's only 11 years old. I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So, you know, in the 1800s, so there were no doctors like the way they have nowadays. They didn't know much about medicine like they know nowadays. So the life expectancy of a person might have been 30, 40 years old or even less than that. Now, of course, if a person lives 60 years old, 70 years old, wow, that was cut your for him. You know what I mean? Things like that. See what happened to his parents. His parents got sick. They didn't know how to stop it. Okay? You understand what I'm saying? So, therefore, people didn't wait to be like uh, 20, 25, or 30 years old before they got married. Sometimes Shidduchim were read early, and sometimes people got married at the age of 13, 14. Did you know that? Wow! Woo! Interesting! Yes, that's the way it was in those days. Okay, so anyhow, so they felt he has to start making some sort of a panacea for himself. All right, very interesting. Okay. So now, what kind of panosa can he do? You have something for him to do? I was just thinking out loud. I was just thinking out loud that maybe, maybe we help him how to make a panosa. Very funny. That is what I was trying to say. We have to help him. But what kind of panosa can he do? Just a minute. Maybe what we can do is as follows. You know that I sell buttons and things like that. So I'm willing to give him some buttons to sell. Oh, that's a very good idea, you know what? And I have little trinkets, you know, these little pieces of inexpensive jewelry. Uh, I sell them. I can give it him to sell. Ask him all, Nick. Anything else? Ah, uh, yeah. I have some thread. I, I could give him some thread to sell. Oh, give him all day, give him all day. And in order not to take away panasa from people here, we'll tell him to take a basket and fill it up with these trinkets and things like that and, uh, you know, walk to the next village and sell it over there and buy the next tentle. It's a geraldic idea. Oh, give all the idea. Give all the idea. I love it. Ich habe es liebeuchen. Give all day. Rolling. I agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so that's exactly what happened. The people got together 
and they would give him buttons, they would give him trinkets and things like that, and also some little tchotchke, ruchkis, whatever was extra by them, they gave him a donation, and they would tell him, All right, so Moisela, you're getting older? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting older, I'm like 11 years old. That's right. You're 11 years old, but you're a, a boy that was uh, forced to grow up. Whatever the reasons I got this both for hand, I, he made you, unfortunately, I awesome. And you had to, you know, quickly mature and uh, grow up. So I want you to take these trinkets and this basket with the buttons and the thread and everything else that we have and the needles and everything. I want you to go to the next town and I want you to sell it in that shtetl. And this way you make some panosa, this way you learn to take care of yourself, you learn to be able to buy food for yourself, you learn to take care of yourself, and as Hashem, you'll save up enough money, you'll be able to get married one day. So what do you say? Well, it, it sounds very, very interesting. I, I, I like your suggestion very, very much, and, and, and this way I don't have to feel obligated to everybody all around. I, I could pay you people back eventually. No, 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 no. The people donated this uh, unanimously. Uh, I, I mean, anonymously. Is that the word? Did I say unanimously? Well, actually, it's both. People donated these things to you unanimously and anonymously. So you don't have no, you don't have no way of knowing who to pay back, okay? Oh, oh, oh okay. I, I tell them I thank them very much. Yes, it's it's a fine, fine, fine. Just be very careful, and if you see anything looking suspicious, stay away from them. And try, when you're coming back to the shtetl here, to Druzhnia, make sure that you hide your money. So chaz v'sholem, someone tries to rob you, they won't find the money, they'll think you're just a poor little orphan boy. But I am a poor little orphan boy. Yes, yes, yes. All right, very good. And everybody wished him and he went on his way. And he got to the next shtetl. And when he came to this next shtetl, he went out to the center of the square and he opened up his basket and he started, uh, you know, screaming. Screaming? Why would I want to scream? Not that kind of screaming. You know, shouting to say what he's selling. Oh, all right. Uh, buttons here, get your buttons here, thread over here, needles, trinkets, little jewelry, come and get it, reasonable pricing. Ha 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 little boy chick. <laughs> boy, like you selling such things like this, wow, you really got good, nice trinkets over here. I can buy it for my kinder. Okay, how much? Okay, man, oh. Only a couple of kopecks. Oh, very nice. Okay, I buy. You know what? I buy another one. Uh. Thank you so much, sir. You are so, so nice. <laughs> as long as you have good stuff to sell, I will buy it, okay? Uh, yes, ma'am. Madam, ma'am. I'm chilling, ma'am. I'm a bush What do you have there to sell? Mercedes? Buttons. Hey. Look at that. That button matches my missing button on my jacket. How you like that? You know what? I buy a button. You know what? I buy an extra button just in case the other button pops up. <laughs> you know what else? I need a needle and thread. I have to sew it up. You got needle and thread? I sure do. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm gonna uh, buy, buy some. 
And sure enough, he would sell. And, of course, every now and then, one day we'd go to the shtetl on the north side. Another day we'd go to the shtetl on the northeast. And then whatever it was, he went to the surrounding shtetl. He didn't want to wander too far. But nonetheless, he would go to shtetl to shtetl, and he would sell. And for a year or so, this was going good. And during that year, let me tell you, when the cold winters came, it was cold. He bundled up. He had coats that were given to him because they didn't fit their other kids in other people's houses. And so, of course, even though they were warm coats, but they were stickle worn out to a certain degree. And they gave him scarves and they gave him boot kiss and everything. Boot kiss. Boots, boots, boots. Uh, okay, Stiebelach. How'd you know that Yiddish word? I once heard you use it. Oh, okay. Anyway, so he bought him boots and everything. And, he, you know, he had gloves and everything. And he was selling things back and forth. And when the summer came, he was schwitzing his head off. Ah, I raised me a schmaltzing here. Ah, hey, when are they going to invent air conditioning? Ah, when are they going to do that? Yossi, yossi. He doesn't know about air conditioning. I know, but I'm playing a spot. So can I be like a... No, no, no. You have to be realistic. All right, all right. Wow. Can't they invent something to cool us off? Whoa, is it schwitzy. Woo! I am hot. And this is the way it went. And then the following year, when he was 12 years old... Uh-oh! Just stick to your pot and stop going, uh-oh. Okay. Remember, happy endings. Happy ending. Okay, oh, yeah, okay, fine, no problem. Okay, uh, I'll stick to my part. Okay. Anyways, after the summer came, you know, autumn. After autumn came the winter again. And one day... It was an extremely brutal cold day. The winds were blowing. And it was really bitter cold. And snow was falling. At first it was a light snow. And, you know, uh, little Meishler thought, well, uh, it's a light snow. Not so bad. I think I'm dressed pretty warm. And I can go to the closest shtetl, whatever it is. Yeah, and I'll go there. And then uh, what I'll do is I'll, um, you know, I I'll sell my stuff. Yeah. I, I know that probably people want to buy gloves or things like that. I have some scarves to sell. Yeah, all right. I'm going to go. bum bum bum. But all of a sudden... As he was going, and he was too far from his own shtetl, and he was closer to the other shtetl, but at that time, the winds began to pick up. And as the winds picked up, the snow started to fall heavier and blizzardy conditions, and it was getting hard to see. Oh, my goodness, I can't see. Wait, what, what happened to the road? Uh-oh, oh, my goodness, those trees are covered with snow. So how am I supposed to recognize my simonym that I used to find that shtetl? 
Oh, you know what? It's really getting cold. This is much worse than I thought. Let me turn around and go back. Uh-oh. Where do I turn around to? I can't see the road. And I can't tell the samanim on the trees because they're covered with snow. Oh, you know what? I think I'm just getting... <sighs> a little tired. <clears throat> uh, I'll try to walk a little more and maybe I can reach the shtetl. Wow, wow, I am lost. I'm very tired. I don't know how long I've been walking. Oh, uh, you know what? Oh, look over there. What's that sticking out? Looks like a chair in the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> Let me see what it is. Men of me, a pile of snow. Oh, it's a tree stump. Okay, I'll I'll just sit on the tree stump over here, and I'll just rest a little bit. I'll just rest a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna rest, 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 rest. I'm gonna rest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rest. I'm gonna rest. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna rest right now. Oh boy. I don't want to fall asleep. I can't fall asleep because it'll get too cold and has to shut up and I might freeze to death. And I don't want to do that. Okay, stay awake. <coughs> stay awake. Stay awake. Stay awake. Stay awake. Stay awake. And unfortunately, he couldn't stay awake. He fell asleep. And hypothermia. Excuse me, Rabbi Earth. That's a fancy-schmancy word. What is that? Oh, that's like when the cold sets in and your body temperature drops and you're really freezing cold and it leads could lead up to frostbite and everything like that. You know what I mean? Ow. Oh. Okay, but I'm just acting now. I'm not, I'm not really having this problem, right? No, no, no. You're acting as the kid that had the problem. Uh, right. Got it. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, okay. Oh, ah, oh, ee, ah, oi, is near, ay, 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 ay. And sure enough, he fell into a pretty deep sleep. And while that was happening, a Russian peasant farmer was passing by with his sledge. Ah, Skudai dress in nice for warm coat. <laughs> it's good for me. Come on, Ossi, you got a nice warm coat of your own hair and skin, whatever. <laughs> okay, whoa, stop, Horsey, stop, stop. What is this? That is a funny shape over there. What is that? Looks like somebody... A snowman! <laughs> a snowman sitting on a chair. It, wait a minute. Who's going to make a snowman when it's snowing so hard? You have to wait for the snow to stop. Oh my goodness. Maybe it is somebody there. Let me take a look. One second. Wait here, Mr. Hossi. Okay. Uh, let me go over there and walk in the snow over there. Oh. Let me brush the snow. Oh my goodness! It's a boy chicken there! Little boy! Hey! Oh! Maybe 10, 12 years old! You know what? Uh, I, oh my goodness! He's very, very cold! 
He feels like ice almost. He could die from hypothermia or frostbite. Hey, you know what? I know what I have to do. Uh, anyways, it's too cold to chop wood now. So, uh, uh, for the fireplace, I think I chopped enough already. Uh, well, whatever. Yeah, okay. I put him in the back over here and uh, make him comfortable over here and, and get rid of the snow for him on top of him. Warm up with blankets over here. Okay, okay. Come on, get your posse. <laughs> And the horse went trudging through the snow. And finally he brought him home and his wife, okay, his wife, Ilana, was there. Yeah. What is going on here? What is this bundle you're bringing inside here? That doesn't look like firewood. No, 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 it's not firewood. I found boy uh, in snow. Uh, very, very cold. Oh, my goodness. Bring him over here. Put him near fireplace. Yes, I bring him near fireplace. Oh, my goodness. His clothing is frozen on him. We have to cut away his clothing. Okay, we cut away his clothing. <coughs> Maybe we chiseled away. Uh, be careful not to hurt the kid. I don't know if he can hurt him any more than he is. He probably has hypothermia and, and maybe frostbite too. All right, just be careful. We have to warm him up slowly, slowly, carefully, slowly, slowly, slowly. And don't put him in hot, hot, hot water. We should put him in warm water. Oh, yes, okay, very, very good. So they cut off his clothing. And, of course, they didn't realize what the tzitzes were because <laughs> the tzitzes were like frozen icicle. And they realized since they cut the clothing, so they went over and they took it and they just threw it in the fireplace to burn. They burnt all his old clothing. And meantime, they said, well, you know what? Our son, remember? Uh, we had son Peter. Then he get married, move far, far away in Ukraine somewhere. You know what? We give him his old clothing. Let's see if his children's clothing still there. Oh, look, it's still here. Yeah, we didn't throw out. Of course not. We don't throw out anything. Oh, very good, very good. Okay. So, uh, Ilana. Yes, Yuri, what is it? Uh, Ilana, let's put this clothing on him. Uh, yeah, good idea. And so they dressed him in their old son Peter's clothing. And, of course, he was dressed in the nice, you know, clothing, but they uh, put a bed near the fireplace. They warmed him up, and they massaged him very lightly because later on, years went by, they realized that if somebody has hypothermia, you warm them up, but you don't. You don't massage their skin because that could cause other problems. If especially if someone is having, you know, uh, frostbite settling in also. And so finally, after one full day, he started to come to himself. Uh, oh, oh boy! Oh boy! Ah, uh, okay. Um, wake up! Wake up! Uh, Oh my God, where am I? Uh, how did I get in this house? Oh, eh, Yuri, he wake up. Okay, Elana, I'm coming, I'm coming. Oh, good morning, boy. How are you? I, 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 I think I'm okay. Um, what's going on? How, how, how did I get here? Oh, 
We found you frozen in snow. You look like a snowman. Actually, you look like a snow statue <laughs> sitting on a stump of a tree. Look, make you look like a snowman sitting in cheer. <laughs> Very funny. Until I realized it wasn't a snowman. It was a boy. So I take you here. We warm you up and we give you nice clothing. We had to unfortunately chop away your clothing because they were frozen like icicle. Ah, uh, they was? Oh. Yes. Now that you're awake... And my wife give you some soup to drink to warm you up a little more. Hi, why not tell us your name? Uh, my name? That's a great idea. My name is... Uh, my name is... Yes, what is your name? Eh? Because maybe uh, your parents come looking for you. Uh, yeah, maybe they will come looking for me. Uh, very good idea. And so my name is... Yes, so what is your name? My name is... Yes, yes, I'm listening. And my name is... Yes, no, 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 yes, yes. That's not no, no, yes, yes. I, 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 I can't remember. Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. But uh, we have to give you some sort of a name. You see, unfortunately, you had hypothermia. Maybe a little frostbite, but it's getting better. And you know something... Uh, sometimes you know, I heard from others also. People have very bad case of hypothermia, and they lose their memory a little bit. So until your memory come back, you know what we do? We are going to give you a name, cause we can say, "Hey, you, sunny boy, 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 come here, boy, boy, boy." Okay, so we're gonna call you Peter. That's a very dear name to us. So we'll call you Peter, okay? Ah, uh, okay. I, I, I be Peter. And sure enough, he stayed there with these people. And he didn't remember that he was Jewish. He didn't remember anything. And of course, his parents could never come to look for him to find him because unfortunately, his parents weren't alive anymore. And therefore, nobody came to search for him. And when the villagers thought, when they didn't see him come back, they thought he got lost. They looked around for him, but they had no idea where he was. So they gave up on him. And everybody forgot about him. And meanwhile, the winter was over. And the spring was coming. And it was soon time for harvesting and everything and planting and seizing, whatever it is. And the farmer used him. That is, he used Peter, alias Moshe. Okay, well, actually, Moshe, a.k.a. Peter. Anyway, so what happened was is he used him. He used uh, this Peter. That is, Yuri used Peter to help him farm. Everything was fine. And for a year or so, this was going good. And now it was getting closer to Moshele's bar mitzvah. But he didn't know that because he didn't even know he's Jewish. You know something, Yuana? It's almost a year that we have this boy Chikir. You know that? And I want you to know that we have him uh, months, months. Uh, let's see. Find him in the winter time, spring, summer. Yes, it's coming autumn soon. Very soon it's coming autumn. Yes, Omar. well, it's not a full year. Okay, half a year, three quarter year, whatever. He by us. But nobody come to find him. Maybe uh, nobody knows where he is. Maybe he ran away from home. Or maybe, better yet, he has no parents. Maybe his parents die. Oh, yes, could be. But you know something. We don't know if he's a religious person. We don't know what kind of person he is. But you know what? We bring him up like our son. 
We call him Peter. Peter number two. But we won't tell him he's number two. <laughs> we'll just call him Peter. And so, sure enough, they were harvesting the products and, and you know, bringing him in. And then finally he said, you know what? It's time for us to go to town. We are going to go to town and we are going to sell the produce, okay? Help me load the wagon. Sure, father. No problem. You don't mind if I call you father because I have no idea who I am, where I'm from. Oh, yes, you know you're Peter. And yes, I will be your stepfather. Okay, so you can call me father. It's okay. Okay, dad. No problem. All right. Not a problem. And so, sure enough, they went into town. Oh, we'll meet. Where is everybody? It's a Jewish town. They usually buy a lot of my fruits and vegetables. What's going on here? Wait a minute. Oh, must be Jewish holiday. Look over there in that building. That's the synagogue. You know what I mean? Uh, Jewish people call it a shul. You know what I mean? Uh, anyways, uh, they are they praying. Oh, must be holiday. I forgot all about it. You know, it's a weekday. It's not uh, Shabbos uh, that I know about. Or must be some Jewish holiday of some sort. Okay, no problem. You know what I mean? So, uh, you, uh, uh, we're going to go back home, Peter. Uh, uh, can we wait a minute? You know, like, I want to see what it's like inside there. Is it okay? All right. You know what? You take a look around and I will be in the tavern, okay? I drink a little bit, okay? You understanding? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, not a problem. Okay, uh, meet back here half hour hour? Uh, I'll come to the tavern and pick you up. Oh, okay, very good, very good. Okay, no problem. Okay, uh, I go now and uh, don't get in trouble. Uh, me? No, I, w I wouldn't get in trouble. No, 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 not at all. Okay, uh, let me go inside this door here. I don't want to disturb anybody. And he walked right into the shul. At that moment, the chazan of the shul, he was up to Minameitza right before Krias. I'm uh, 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 sorry, before. Uh, you mean Tekia Shaifa? Right, right before Tekia Shaifa. So he was standing there, and the chazan going, Minameitza! Kroshiko! And if he was Hasidish, oh, if he was Hasidish, we go, Mina Maitza Krusiko, Ononi, Bemerchamko. And of course, he finished that paragraph. And at that time, he made the bracha for the Shmoya, the Kol Shoifa. And then he made the bracha that followed after that. He made the bracha Shechayonum. And then the Gabbai said, Kekiyo. And the Baltakeya took the shofar and he blew.
Tequila. And of course, he blew, and he blew the whole set of shafers. And all of a sudden, something struck Moishala. Wait a minute. I, I've seen this scene before. That sound. That sound. I don't get it. I don't get it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's sparking me. It's like it's calling to me. It's the chauffeur. The chauffeur is calling me. Yes, yes, that's what it is. The sound of the shafer. The shafer is calling me. The shafer is calling me. I remember everything now. My memory came back. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I'm a yid. My name is not Peter. I'm Maishala. I'm Maishala. And after davening, he went over to the Samadhi Eden over there that was in the back and he told him what happened. And he told how he lost his memory until now. And he wondered if he could do tshuva. And they told him, Of course, my kind can statin tshuva. Is there no hakin? You're not by mitzvah yet. But think of the schwus your tati and mommy had. They brought you up as a toire de kayid, a man toire. And you love toire and mitzvahs. And when you went to shul every time with your father in the younger years and later on when you had to go by yourself, you listened intently to the sound of the shoifer to wake yourself up to be a better yid and everything like this to do chiva. I understanding that is set into your heart very strong. So when you had a memory loss because of the hypothermia, what ended up happening as a result of this here uh, shock of the shoifer sound wake you up and bring him back to Yiddishkeit. We'll take care of you. We'll talk to this uh, Yuri of yours and we'll straighten everything out. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. The Rav of the Shtetl over there went and spoke to uh, Yuri. And Baruch Hashem, Yuri was not anti-Semitic. Baruch Hashem, he was a Stamazagoy. And, you know, whatever it was. And... He was so happy that he found himself again, and he went home without uh, Peter, and of course he told his wife what happened. And of course, Baruch Hashem, because of the sound of the shafer, called him back, and Moishala was back as a Yid. And of course, for the remainder of her life, he remained a Frum Yid. And wow, was he an inspiration to all others, that they should listen to the sound of the shafer that it should have meaning to them. Wow, the time is getting late. Rabbi Herbs, we got to say goodbye. Oh, yes, wow. Woo. Okay, uh, everybody, uh, goodbye, and have a wonderful Shabbos, and have a great weekend. Goodbye.